Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. One of the components of the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. In this episode, let's examine how we can be led by the Spirit to control our flesh. Ladies and gentlemen, in Proverbs chapter 25 and the verse number 28, the Bible says, Like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. You know, the Greek word for self-control means to gather one's impulses. It means to manage one's appetite or passions. It also means to resist temptation. And ultimately, it means to have self-mastery. Now, the end goal of self-control is to grow like Christ. That is to become like him. So self-control or self-mastery, as we see in the definition of the word, sometimes it might sound as though it is something that we must do. It sounds like it is something that we must have a resolve for. It sounds like having a willpower, isn't it? It sounds as if we must strengthen our will to be able to manage the flesh. It also sounds, you know, as though we must have a tough mind, you know, and the opposite, ladies and gentlemen, is what is actually the Bible's teaching. In other words, to have self-control is to surrender control to the Lord. To have self-control is not about being tough in the wheel. It is rather about being humble in the heart. To find self-control is to relinquish all control. I think it's good for me to repeat that again. To find self-control is to relinquish all control. And so it sounds passive, you know, but we also have an active part to play. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and the verse number 12, Oh, I love it when Paul writes. He says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. So Paul, in this portion of scripture, makes us to understand. He gives us a clue into what self-control looks like. We may have the right to do anything, but he admonishes us not to be controlled by anything not to be mastered by anything. Now, in Romans chapter 12 and the verse number 2, the Bible says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good and pleasing and perfect will. Isn't that glorious? Isn't that glorious? So we are, we are encouraged by the word not to conform to the world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So it may sound as though self-control, as I've explained it earlier on, which means really to surrender control to the Lord. It may sound like a passive thing, but the scriptures we are reading now make us to understand 
that it is not necessarily passive. We have a part to play. In Philippians chapter 4 and the verse number 8 and the verse number 9, it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice and the God of peace will be with you. So the Apostle Paul over here encourages us to do something, to think on certain things. What are those things? He says we should think about those things that are true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. These are the things that we can do to help put the flesh under control and yield our spirits to the living God who lives and abides in us through his Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and the verse number 26 to the verse number 27, Paul says, Therefore I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer who is beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and I make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the price. Isn't that amazing? That Paul, who teaches self-control, gives us a clue as to what we can do over here. He says, I make a conscious effort to put my own flesh under subjection. He says, I strike a blow to my body. That means you and I can also strike some blows to our bodies. We can strike some blows to our flesh. If the flesh wants alcohol, we can say, no, I am not giving you alcohol because alcohol will numb you know, the, uh, the, the mind. If the flesh wants uh, you know, uh, drugs, we can say, no, I am not going to give you drugs because drugs will destroy the body. If the flesh wants all kinds of desires, we can say, no, I am not going to give this to you because my body is the temple of the Lord. And so Paul gives us a clue over here, you know, that we can have control over the flesh. If our flesh wants food, we can say, no, I'm not going to give you food today because I want to spend some time in fasting and prayer. Are you with me? So these are just examples, by the way, that I'm giving to you. I am not prescribing um, uh, uh, I'm not trying to be, uh, what is the word, <laughs> to prescribe do's and don'ts for you, but I want you to be led by the Holy Spirit, which is what is important here. So, uh, in accordance with these scriptures, we can also strike a blow to our flesh. We can strike a blow to our flesh. So, let's hear this message as it is God's word, not as me, you know, prescribing do's and don'ts for us, you know, because that is not what the scripture wants us to do, uh, rather to preach the word as is in the Bible. Okay, what about first, second Peter chapter 1 and the verse number 5 to the verse number 7? Oh, I love the scripture. It says, uh, For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection 
love. The key to this scripture is Peter saying, make every effort. Make every effort to add to your faith. So we are to make every effort to add to our faith these things, goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, mutual affection, love. Peter says we should make every effort. So the honors, you know, seems to be on us to yield to the working of the Holy Spirit in our lives to add these things in in our faith so that we can grow in our relationship with Christ Jesus our Lord. Oh, I pray that you will have power today over your flesh. I pray that you will have grace today over your flesh. I pray that you have strength today over your flesh. There are many Christians who have given way to the flesh. There are many believers who have become like wounded soldiers on the battleground because they have allowed the flesh to run wild in their lives. So the flesh has taken the better side of them and they are giving their lives to sin and they seem not to be able to come out of it. A few days ago, I asked one of my uh, uh, students, so for those of you who know, I am an academic uh, as well as a pastor. So I also uh, research and I teach at a university. So one of my students, you know, I asked uh, this student, uh, why do you keep smoking? Are you able to stop? And this student said to me, uh, I am not able to stop. I find it difficult to quit. You know, and uh, I had the opportunity, you know, a very rare opportunity to really have a, a wonderful discussion with these students, lovely students of mine. So it was sad for me to hear that uh, I cannot stop smoking from the words of a young person with a great future ahead of this person. My heart was saddened to hear I cannot stop smoking. That, that was a very sad thing for me to hear. So we have had to have, uh, to have some kind of a conversation around this. Is it the same story for you? Are you saying I cannot stop something? Are you saying you cannot stop maybe a certain habit that is destructive to you? If that is what you are also saying today, then my heart goes out to you. Not only my heart, but the Lord's heart is bleeding for you because his word challenges you to make every effort. To, 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 to strike a blow to your flesh, it will take a life of discipline, more importantly, yielding to the help of His Holy Spirit in your life to help you overcome what you think is difficult or impossible for you. So we are called to be free. According to Galatians chapter 5 and the verse number 13, and the Bible says, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. So the scripture makes us to understand that we are called not to imprisonment, we are called unto freedom. But he also is careful to say we should not use that freedom to indulge the flesh. If you give the flesh a mile, it will take a thousand miles. If you give your flesh a kilometer, it will take ten. And so it is for you and for me to really put this flesh under control by yielding 
to the help of the Holy Spirit so that we can lead a life that is worthy of God's call upon our lives. This is God's work to you, child of God, today. To put this flesh under control. This is God's word to you today. Now, we may not be able to control our behavior, you know, but guess what? We can control the one who controls our behavior. And who is that person? That person is you. I think it's a good thing to say again. We may not be able to control our behavior, but we can control the one who controls our behavior. And that person is you. And so you can control your behavior, ultimately. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 16 and the verse number 32, which is the very last part of that scripture, it says, And he who rules and controls his own spirit is better than he who captures a city. And so self-restraint, self-control is better than capturing a city in warfare self-control saying that i must control myself i must not let my flesh run wild that self-control you are greater than the one who takes a city i pray for you today that your flesh will not lead you into a life outside of christ i pray for you today that your flesh will not lead you to a life outside of faith in god i pray for you today that you will have strength and grace to be able to put the flesh under control. This is one of the components of the fruit of the Holy Spirit in Galatians chapter 5 and the verse number 22. I pray that God's grace will be upon you as we grow established in Christ in this year. May this message bless you today. If you have listened to this podcast and you have not given your life to Jesus, or you are facing some difficulties in putting your flesh under control, and you find yourself returning to sin, and to sin, and to sin, and you are not able to lead a righteous life for Christ, can I ask you to dedicate your life to Jesus? Maybe if you're already a Christian, I want you to rededicate your life to Christ by this prayer. Lord, do something new in my life today. Let that be your prayer. Lord, do something new in me today. Give me strength. Give me grace to be able to lead a life that is worthy of your call upon my life as a Christian. If you are not yet a Christian, then your prayer should be, Lord, forgive me my sin. Forgive me my sin and make me a new creation in you so that I too can have newness of life as you resurrected from the dead for me. I also give you my life so that my life can take a new meaning today. I believe in Jesus and his work on the cross of Calvary for me. He rose from the dead so that I too can rise into a new kind of life. From today, I give you my life, dear Lord. From today, I belong to Christ Jesus. The Lord bless and keep you. Please share this podcast on your social media platforms and let others also be blessed. I will see you in the next episode. God bless you. Hope this message has blessed you. 
do visit us at uklsi.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.